0: Blog Talk Radio,
1: sponsored by womenspeakers.com, the largest online directory of Christian women speakers in the world. You're listening to Marnie's Friends. Welcome to Marnie's Friends, the online training show where experts share insights into aspects of life and leadership that take you from surviving to thriving ASAP. Right now, you are about to discover practical, doable success strategies to shorten your learning curve, increase your productivity, and skyrocket your delight in life. Be sure to thank today's guests by sharing this program via your favorite social media outlets and swing by Marnie.com and give me a shout out too. Now let's get going with today's episode of Marnie's Friends. Hi, everybody, this is Marnie, excited to be with you for another edition of Marnie's Friends, and we're doing something a little different this time. Um, I am going to be just sharing with you here from behind my screen with no live guests. I have a couple audio clips to share with you from some of the speakers at womenspeakers.com. We're still kind of collecting those as we go forward. Uh, During this amazing kickstart for speakers, during the month of August now, we are doing a speaker booking kickstart, and this is our launch day. I'm so excited to have you with me this afternoon. So during the next hour, I'm going to be sharing um, some things kind of behind-the-scenes information for you from womenspeakers.com to help you understand exactly how to get more speaking bookings using womenspeakers.com and the benefits that it provides you there. We're gonna talk about how planners search for speakers, website and booking statistics from the site, the strategies used by our most frequently booked speakers, plus how to build credibility, increase visibility, and get more invitations. Now I'm gonna be doing this program uh, by myself here with you guys today, so it's gonna feel a little different to all of us because usually we have a guest and we're going back and forth and it's more like a conversation. So there's gonna be some sections here I'm going to talk about um, my goal, um, some statistics from the site, why credibility can be really assisted by using womenspeakers.com. We're going to touch on topics, but we're going to do a whole other program on that so we aren't gonna dive too deep there. We're gonna talk about references, resources, even your profile photo, your about section, Um, Google search engine results, how that works, how planners actually search the site and how they find you, the geo-tracking and the maps and why that's important. Also, uh, how and when you should use your own share buttons. We're gonna talk about integrity, relationship, why a video is great uh, but not necessary, uh, business cards and what you should have on those, plus your own website and blog, and and speaker one sheets. We've got a lot more of this kind of thing coming toward you during the next few weeks, but today we're going to hit the basics. So the first thing I want to do is I want to start by just sharing my heart with you. In 2001, I was just minding my own business, being a homeschooling mom, working in our own church's women's ministry, doing a lot of speaking myself, and I was in the shower one day and I saw a picture of a blue clickable U.S. map. That is where Women Speakers began. And I understood in my heart that I needed to create a Christian Women Speakers directory. And I argued with God, like I always do when he gives me a new idea. I'm just human, just like you. And um, I said that there's a, lot of, there's a lot of speaker things out there. I mean, there's bureaus and stuff already out there. What? Why do you need me to do this? And He really put it in my heart that this was not to be a bureau. This was to be something very different. This was to be something that the ladies in one city could reach out to a speaker in or near their city to come over for a mother-daughter tea or a banquet or a conference or a retreat where they didn't have to pay a speaker-level bureau-type speaker to come. And it's not that we don't have any of those at womenspeakers.com. We do, and you'll be hearing from some of them as we go through the, through the kickstart here. But the fact is that that's not the major thing that we do at womenspeakers.com. The major thing we do is we have a place where you can find somebody that isn't at that level that is a great speaker she loves jesus she has a message that she's worked on or many messages she's worked on she's available to come to you she'll come for your budget or a love offering or she'll make she'll, she'll help you work it out to be able to afford her to come and that's really what women speakers is about and it is my delight and my joy to host this very unique site. It is the largest website of its kind in the world, and we're over 1,100 speakers active as of today, and I'm so excited about the growth that we're seeing both in the speakers as well as in the visiting event planners and women's ministry leaders, about which I'm going to speak in a few minutes. I needed to be very clear with you about my goal for this site. First of all, it was God's, God's mission that he put inside of me to create it, and it's been my privilege to run it for these past many, many years, coming up to 20 and not too long, which is crazy. But um, actually for a lot of years I struggled with wanting it to be more than it is, wanting to ensure that if you registered that you would get booked a certain number of times a year. And um, God continues to humble me in this way and just tell me that's not my job. My job actually is to get you to the point where you can get found and booked. That's actually my job. My job is not to get you booked. It's kind of like someone whose name and phone number are in a Yellow Pages directory. It's It's not the responsibility of the Yellow Pages to force someone to call them. The purpose of a directory is to make it available to the people who are seeking it and then to make the directory and the context of the directory findable for those people. So as we go into the speaker booking kickstart, I cannot guarantee you that if you do the things that I'm going to share with you today and this month is that you are going to get booked. I don't have any control over that part. That's in God's hands. That's between you and God and the planners. But what I can do is I can share with you what it takes to get booked. You're not going to get booked if you sit at home and don't put your stuff out there. You're not going to get booked if you put your stuff out there, but it isn't appealing or it's scary. Um, There's just certain things that you can do that are really going to help. And before I get into the statistics of the site and start going through this information that's going to really help you, to be positioned, to be found and booked. I'd like to just spend one more moment here talking about myself. And the reason I'm doing this is because even just a few weeks ago, and this has happened all through the years, I got an email. And it was, it was from a speaker who wished she had gotten booked more than she had at womenspeakers.com. And uh, the sentiment that I hear frequently—not too often, actually. Thank, thank you, Jesus. But every once in a while, I hear the sentiment. I've, I've found that you know these these kind of sites like this. It's usually the person who's hosting it that gets all the bookings. Well, I can assure you that that is not the case here, and you'll be able to understand that when I start going through some of the statistics. And neither was it the goal. In fact, for ten whole years, for exactly ten years, God had me completely off the speaking circuit while I hosted this site. So please know that my mission in hosting the site is not to just make sure that I get a lot of bookings and you guys get the leftovers. That's not at all how I think about this, and that's certainly not how God sees it. So first of all, I just want to tell you a little bit about me and what I view myself as doing here as the web hostess of womenspeakers.com, as well as the owner of Gifts of Encouragement, which is the umbrella corporation under which all of my published works. Uh, are founded. So whether you're reading a book by me, listening to a song by me, going to a website that's hosted by me, whatever, it's all under Gifts of Encouragement Incorporated. And um, our, our leadership team several years ago analyzed whether we should take that as a nonprofit or leave it as a profit. And because so much of what I do isn't in the nonprofit area, um, we just left it. And that's just been faithful to us in that. So if you were wondering about that, just wanted to get that cleared up. So what I personally do, what God does through me, I like to say that. Remember, we are flow-through vessels for God. Oh, my goodness. I love being a flow-through vessel for God. Envision a straw, and I am the straw. You are the straw. Okay, so what is the straw sitting in? Because if, if it's just sitting in, Marty, and you're sucking on it, you're not going to get very much out of that. But if my straw, if my life is sitting in Jesus, when you take a big swig through the straw of my life, you're going to get a big gospel of Jesus. And that's my heart for you. And in fact, as speakers, that should be our passion for anyone who ever listens to us in any way, that they don't hear us. They don't hear just what we're thinking about or we're talking about or we're coming up with. But instead, it's what God is flowing through us to the people in our audiences, whether it's a one-on-one or a huge auditorium. So what God typically flows through me is um, one of the things is publicity. And uh, speakers need publicity. Authors need publicity. All kinds of people need publicity. I mean, we, have, we host the uh, womensevents.info site because event planners need publicity. I mean, I, just, I, I provide publicity for a lot of people in a lot of different ways. And I call them shared platforms. So what happens is I hold I hold the keys kind of if you will to the platform. And then we all get up on the platform and people can see us because we're at an elevated position there on that platform. Haven't partnered with me on any of these shared platforms. Check them out. If it makes sense, join us there. Um, the goal with the publicity is expanded audience. So God has me doing some work that I perspective transformation. And this would be the second thing that I provide for people. I provide this shared platform, but I also provide perspective transformation. So someone seems to be like stuck at a certain level in their life and they don't quite know how to move to the next level. That's really what I do. I just offer, you know, through these trainings every week that we do, and these are just provided free all around the world, and also through um, through the books that I write. Of course, there's a small price to get a book, but it has the exact how-to's to like the book, eBooks Idea to Amazon in 14 days. It tells you exactly how to get your book published onto onto Amazon as an ebook and then two weeks later as a book book and, and you can do it in as short as two weeks if you have the manuscript ready. I mean so the the resources that I provide help to change the perspective to allow someone to move from where they are today to where they want to be next and uh, god just has me ahead of a lot of you on your journey some of you are ahead of me and i'm learning from you i I love hosting guests most weeks on blog talk radio because i learn so much every week too so whether it's an event planner who's trying to get to the next level of attendance uh, for your event or whether it's a christian who's just trying to get to the next level of faith whether it's a spouse who's trying to get the next level of love in their marriage, whether it's a speaker who's trying to get to the next level of seeking engagements, perspective transformation and shared platform is what I do. And then I have always a focus on collaboration, which I just love that God loves body life. He doesn't want us to be sitting alone in our little living rooms or offices doing this all by ourselves. He loves it when we collaborate with others and I seek and. And really passionately pursue collaboration opportunities whenever possible. Um, I I am always looking for partners and sponsors and advocates and members and volunteers, and those are the kinds of people that I love working with. And when I travel abroad, I love working with um, with collaborators. We just got back from India recently, and we were able to work with. 42 collaborative organizations for the host of that ministry trip so this is my passion and as you come and you partner with me with what god's doing through me you have the benefit of all of these collaborations that i'm creating so please, I hope that you hear my heart. I'm not trying to be stingy and hide all this for myself or anything like that. In fact, it's just the opposite way. So we have stricter rules at the different websites. Um, we've just recently had to uh, say no to a couple people who wanted to participate with us because the the, uh, the their statements of faith just didn't align. We're going to continue to do that, hold kind of a standard for what God has called us to do. And it's, those people were wonderful. And if you're listening, you know I love you, but. The reality is that we're going to hold to the standard that God has placed for these ministries, and there are other organizations and ministries out there that these people can partner with, not me. So just know, um, try to be as open as we possibly can while still holding to the standards that God has put in our heart. All right, so I'm going to move on right now to statistics, and I will just tell you that these statistics um, are not I mean, I am satisfied. I am content at what God is doing, but I do not sit and say, oh, these are great, and this is the, this is the most we ever want to do. Uh, you'll never find me saying that. I am always about growth and expansion. And, in fact, if you were to say, what do you do, Marnie, what I do is I am a perspective transformer with a focus on growth and expansion. So that's what God has me doing all the time. So when I tell you these numbers right now from – from uh, womenspeakers.com, please understand that these are the current numbers and that I wrestle with God about these a lot. And I'm like, why can't they be better? I would love them to be better. And God's always about, Marnie, you're not the booker. You're not the one who's doing this. I'm the one who's doing this. You're facilitating. So I just have to kind of get out of the way and let God do it. And for those of you who are listening right now, and you're like, you know, I just so wish that I would get more bookings. I, I just, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. And I just want have more bookings. I really, really can't understand why I don't. All I'm going to tell you is I really wish that we had more um, activity at the site. I wish that more of you were getting lots more bookings, and I don't understand why either. Uh, Bottom line, I just have to trust that God is doing what he is planning to do and that we are learning as fast as we can, that we are following as closely as we can, and that it's his deal. So I get to just live in this wonderful place of peace and rest, doing what he's put in my steps to do today at the best level I know how, even letting him flow through me, and then the rest is up to him. So if that's how you are approaching this, too, then we are a good ministry pair, and I would love to partner with you in any way that God would provide. Okay, so here are some statistics, Uh, ready or not, here they come. So so far in 2018, and we're just past halfway through the year, but so far in 2018, we've had over 40,000 unique event planner and women's ministry leaders visit our site. Uh, That was 40,000 unique individuals um, who are either event planners or women's ministry leaders. Uh, the average free level speaker, so we have free, we have figure level, and we have feature level, okay? So I'm going to start. The average free level speaker has 0.5 bookings so far. So that would mean, you know, over the course of the year, the um, average free speaker would get one booking. And of course, that's the average. The average booked speaker has one to three bookings, and many featured speakers have four or more bookings. Power speakers have over 10 bookings so far this year. So what are the power speakers doing? Let's talk about that because that's what you really want to know, right? And I just have to tell you that, you know, Kim Avery uh, is, a, is a friend of mine and she's, a, she's a, a leadership coach and I just love her. And she just did a recent uh, thing, 31 Days of Prayer, which was fantastic. Just love it. If you don't know Kim Avery, look her up on uh, Marnie's Friends homepage, um, marniesfriends.com, you'll find her there. And one of the things that she talked about during the 31 Days of Prayer was how all of us want to just know You know, what did the big names do so I can mimic that and do that and have their results? And she talks about something that really mirrors my experience um, working with people who have achieved great levels of success. And what I mean by that um, is levels of success from a worldly perspective. Uh, They're very famous. They've accomplished things that maybe you want to accomplish. They've earned a lot of money or they have a large platform or whatever it is that that most people define as famous and or success rather and i want to just clarify here that what god calls success and what people call success is often very different but what both kim and i have observed is that when you actually get their backstory and find out how that happened pretty much all of them have a moment where they met someone or had something happened that changed everything Uh, Did they personally orchestrate that moment? No, they couldn't possibly have orchestrated that moment. But were they pursuing a dream and vision that God put in their heart? Yes. Most of the time, they were very clear that there was some kind of a mission or vision in their heart. So if we compare this to the Bible stories of Joseph or, you know, different ones, Noah, uh, did it look like they thought it was going to look when they got the vision? No. But in the end, did the vision from God come true? Yes, it did. So right now, I'm going to share what some of the power speakers are doing at womenspeakers.com that might be different from what you're doing and might actually help you. Uh, but just know, that doesn't guarantee that God's going to you know, give you a 10-plus uh, speaking engagements in the next six months from there. I have no idea. Okay, so here we go. First of all, 100% of the power speakers with 10 or more bookings in the last six months have featured profiles. And if you did not hear anything I said so far, you would say, right, you're just saying that because then we have to pay for it. Actually, that is how God pays for the ministry. Uh, we have expenses here, too. It's not like we can just live in a vacuum and do all of this for free and never pay our bills. You know? So we have to pay our bills, too. And it is interesting to me that 100% of the speakers who have 10 or more bookings have featured profiles. And also, you'll hear from the interviews I'm going to share in a few minutes. That um, they really share the website of womenspeakers.com as well. And so I'm going to um, include that shortly. Um, how the speakers select speakers, and that is going to be, they, they typically, so this is, this is actually what I always tell people, uh, an event planner or a, a conference coordinator or whatever is going to always choose someone she knows first. I know you, I love you, I know you'll do a great job, I'm choosing you. Number two, she's going to choose someone that someone on her leadership team knows and loves and can vouch for personally. Number three, they're going to pick someone that they recently heard speak and did a great job. Number four, they're going to pick someone who's written a book that they really liked, and so they're going to invite her and hope she does a good job as a speaker. Number five, if they don't have any of those four choices available to them, they're going to go online and look for it, and that is when they find womenspeakers.com. It is the largest online directory of Christian women speakers in the world. Uh, if they ta- search for a topic, for a location, for a Christian women speaker, they find womenspeakers.com, and that's how they find you. So just so you know, that's the, that's the path. I don't have any way to change that and have them look at womenspeakers.com first. It's not going to happen. Uh, we always, you know, and, and the speakers do. They'll tell you, you know, word of mouth is the number one way they get bookings. Uh, but womenspeakers.com can really support after that okay so what are some other things that the power speakers are doing or that even the featured speakers are doing who are getting four or more we're going to talk about that right now one of the things that they do is they have a professional or quality headshot photo now this one I want to just spend a few minutes on because if you blow this uh, you blow the bigger events that's just how it is so Imagine now that the photo that you have posted on your womenspeakers.com profile is going to be blown up and on a 11 by 17 poster that is put all over a mega church or all over a city that you're going to come and do this women's conference. Is your photo that good? I still remember um, being booked early on, being booked by a friend to go speak at a conference at at a camp, a retreat center. And I got there, and I, I got the flyer that they handed out to everybody, and the photo was terrible. It was the photo I sent, but because they blew it up, it was actually really awful. And um, I remember thinking, oh, my goodness, I really need to up my game here. And you guys, you know, for 100 bucks, you can go to a Sears or somewhere and get a photo and have a nice professional headshot that would look good on a poster of any size. Now, if you're truly sincere about wanting more bookings, this is just a very simple thing that you can do. All of the things that I'm going to share right now, including this photo piece, all of these things are going to make or break a planner's commitment to the fact that you might be a trustworthy speaker to put on her platform. And if you don't think she's scared when she contacts you off of the web, you're wrong. She is. She's scared. Because she does not know you personally. Remember the first four ways that she finds a speaker? The fifth one is the scary one. The fifth one is, I don't know her. All I'm doing is looking at her profile at womenspeakers.com, and this looks like a reliable site, and she looks like a good speaker, but wow, you know, I really don't know her. So the more that you can do to instill this sense of confidence in this in this really, this event planner who wants to consider you, but she's just terrified that you're going to just get up on her platform and say gibberish or not be prepared or go over time or whatever it is. Everything that you can do to to calm those kinds of thoughts, in fact, not bring them up at all in her mind If she can come to your page, your profile at and everything she sees is professionally done and ready to go with no typos and all of that's so important. But imagine now that she's going to take this photo and she's going to blow it up on her poster. Is that going to work? If you can't see it there, then don't expect them to book you. They will not contact you if that's important. And is it important that you are beautiful or have a great photo or whatever, not Not really. In the end, that's not really the important thing. But does it influence her sense of confidence that you're going to do a good job? Absolutely. It really does. And it's something you have complete control over. You can choose whether you put up a lovely poster or picture or whether you put up one that, you know, somebody, you know, took a view out the back of the car window and, you know, everything's just, you know, not very professional looking at all. Okay, enough about that. Let's talk about the about section this about section is quite an opportunity for you to just wow the planner and some of you do this by um, listing your whole life history or all of your awards or whatever and all of that is fine underneath but the first 30 words of that about section should be your targeted biography that she can cut and paste onto her poster or into her programs now, she is a busy person. She is going to have to introduce you from a, 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 a platform or stage of some kind. Give her what she needs right there at the beginning of your about section. After you do that, the rest of it you can use to add any other stuff. Uh, you know, don't write a novel, but, but include other information that would be of interest to her. But the first paragraph, make that be the cut and paste poster, program, introduction type content, okay? All right, let's move on to topics for just a moment. Um, And I'm actually going to pause here and play a clip, but the topics of the people who get a lot of bookings Number one, they've been updated in 2018. A lot of you have topics that you have not updated since 2016 or even 15. pre actually notices things like that. The date shows. So just go ahead and go in there and update it. If you don't know how, go to the tutorials, and it shows you right how to do that. You don't have to come up with new ones all the time, but just update them. Um, The power speakers have 6 to 17 published topics. So don't be shy about sharing several topics. Um, It's not like there's a limit. Um, Also, oh my goodness, this is huge. The planners really hate it when you have a, (laughs) this is one of the feedback I get a lot. They hate it when you have a topic title and they click on that for more information, nothing's there. Okay guys, the whole point of having a topic and a description there is to help the planner feel like, oh, you know, this might be the girl for me. This might be the gal to come to our conference or whatever. So when she gets excited about your topic and she goes to your topic and there's nothing underneath it, that does not help at all. So um, hang on, I'm kinda wrong about this. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna talk about this. <laughs> I'm not gonna play you the topics the topic things right now because actually we are going to tackle that next week in the training. So I'm not gonna play that clip right now. I have clips to play bit that sorry got confused. Okay, the other things about topics. Please don't scream like no all capital letters. It's when you just think about you just think about all the training you have, and that is screaming at people. You don't have to scream to get their attention. And in fact, just give a nice title. Use title. Um, use appropriate title uh, capitalization, um, and then give a great. Publishable. Again, you don't have to write a novel. So, if you're going to go speak at a retreat, and you have a topic, you have a great catchy title, that the planner's like, yes, that's exactly what we needed. Then the the description of it should be exactly what she can cut and paste into her program. So, let's say that you have four topics, all on the same, or four titles, all on the same topic that you can do a retreat on. Have four separate titles for your topics, and four separate descriptions. Maybe they only have three available for their weekend retreat, not a problem. They get to now narrow it down and pick their three favorite ones. And they, Who knows, they might even add that fourth one as a bonus. So give her what she needs. Okay, what are some other things that the um, power speakers are doing? Um, references, this is huge. References are just so important. Again, uh, you don't have to have all of your references be from the same year. In fact, it's awesome if you have some from previous years. But do make sure that you have some from the current year. Over 10 is not an abnormal number. For someone to have references of over 10, 3 to 15 is totally average. So make sure that you have references and that they're good. I mean, I've seen references on the site that are um, like a joke, Almost. And I just encourage you not to do that. It might be funny to the person who did it, but you could submerge that. You don't have to have that show. And again, if you don't know how to do references, just go to uh, tutorials at womenseekers.com, and it will explain that fully to you. Now, the other thing about references is that whenever you post a new reference or you update a reference uh, to the new year, it's going to hit the front page. And this is an opportunity to really... Um, grab some attention. We're going to talk about using social media in a couple of weeks during the training, but right now I just want to touch on it because it's very important that you take the opportunity whenever you can to let people know that A, you're a speaker, B, you are a professional level speaker, and C, you are available to them. So when you get your topic or your reference posted to the front page of womenspeakers.com, just take a moment and share that with your social networks. I mean, this is your opportunity to say, I'm on the front page at Women's Speakers again. Now, some of you are doing it every week, which is fine. There isn't a limit on this. Um, just know uh, that, that your, your uh, front page coverage may actually disappear very quickly. There's lots of you, and there's many of you doing it routinely, or you have an assistant that comes in and does it at least once a week or maybe even more than that. So it's possible that even before somebody gets back to womenspeakers.com, that front page coverage is gone because um, it just goes goes exactly as people put a new one up, yours goes to the second place, and then yours goes off the front page. So what I encourage you to do is take a screenshot of that. When you're on the front page, grab a screenshot share it with your social networks and go ahead and invite them to come over and check out your, you know, your new reference, you know, and thank the person, share it personally with the person who shared the reference with you. Um, The reason I encourage you to do this, I have a little story from, uh, we're hosting this show right now, originally always hosts on blog talk radio on Wednesday afternoons. And then it goes out to all the different stations and everything. But a couple weeks ago, uh, blog talk radio, uh, came up with a new homepage, and so they were just introducing this to the world, and they were excited about having this brand new format on their homepage at Blog Talk Radio. And I got a little email that said, congratulations, you're one of our favorite shows, and you're on the front page as we introduce this new format to the world. And that was very exciting, but I didn't share it. I failed to share it. It was just a busy time, and I just failed to capture it and share it. And nobody knew about it, and nobody cared, and it just, the opportunity went by. So I wanted to tell you that story so you don't feel like you're the only person who misses an opportunity like that. I just did miss a huge opportunity. But at the same time, you know, I felt like, oh, well, that was awesome. You know, I got to be on the front page of this huge website um, and because of my relationship with them, and that was awesome. And I want you to know that even if you don't share it, there are people coming to the site all the time that are seeing it, and the same with Blog Talk Radio, so a lot of people saw it. But you have this opportunity to take it to a whole nother level. And our, um, our power speakers are great at this. They don't shy away from sharing when they're on the front page or when they have a new booking or whatever they share. It. And this is what I'm going to encourage you to do during this um, kickstart right now. I'm going to encourage you to add our Facebook page, which is Facebook um, Women Speakers. I'm going to encourage you to every time you get a new reference, a new topic or a new booking that you share it with us at the Facebook page. And start to get in the habit of doing this. The last thing I want to talk about that power speakers are doing better than other people is uh, using the resource and events section. So when you have a feature level speaker uh, profile at womenspeakers.com, you have the ability to actually publish resources there um, that you can They're not published there. You publish the availability of a resource, and they link over to Amazon or your site or YouTube or whatever you use to actually access it. You can actually have resources for sale, um, like an Amazon book, or if you have a bookstore on your own website, you can put your books in there. And all of this just goes, again, to to increase the credibility of you as a professional speaker who's getting bookings. Um, It just makes a difference. That you are doing the things that they would expect a speaker to do. One of the things that we don't even allow is for somebody to have a profile and don't have even one uh, one social media connection. You have to if you're if you say you're a speaker and you don't even have one way that you communicate with people online today, it's just hard for us to even imagine that you are aware of the culture. How how could you possibly be relevant when you don't even have at least a blog or a website or a Facebook account or something, just some online presence. Um, We live in 2018, and so we just have to behave like that if we want to have people take us seriously. And, of course, it's just one of the signals to a planner that you are either with it and relevant, and you're going to be able to talk to her audience or you're not. Um, So another thing that the um, future speakers do that are getting a lot of bookings is they use the events. So you can post events. So when you get booked for a Christian women's uh, event, and it does have to be an event that is specifically for Christian women, it cannot be an event like an aglow or something like that that's happening every month or every week. It has to be a special uh, women's conference or retreat or event that's open to the public but has a Christian theme to it. When you're the speaker at something like that, offer to your host to help publish it. Now, if it's closed, if it's a retreat and, you know, they're limited to 30 people and they're only going to take people from their church, then you can't do it. But if it's open to the public and they expect more than 100 women to attend this Christian Women's Event, at which you are one of the speakers, offer to share it at womensevents.info. It's part of your membership at womensspeakers.com to be able to do that. So I'm excited to um, share these statistics with you and help you to understand a little bit more of what people are doing that might be a little different from you. What I'd like to do right now is I'd like to share with you a few clips that I got uh, during the past week. And what I did is I reached out to several speakers at womenspeakers.com. They're all from different levels of of booking. But um, I've got a couple here that I'm ready to share with you this week. We'll have way more next week and the week after. But uh, just getting going on this right now. So the first thing I wanted to do was to share a little bit with you about leads. And I'm going to have – I'm going to have – Beth come on first, and Beth Bingaman, and she's, um she's been with uh, womenspeakers.com for a while, and I wanted to share her insights with you.
0: Most of my leads, truthfully, come from two avenues. One is I do a mailing once a year, and on that mailing I send them to either uh, womenspeakers.com or to my website, and, then, and that's how they contact me, or through word of mouth. One church yep. will hire me and they will tell, someone there will tell another church.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's one of the things that I've seen the most consistent across the board over the years is that the speakers who actually promote womenspeakers.com, and, and this mm-hmm. is kind of, you know, it's kind of, you have to have a sharing mentality because when you promote womenspeakers.com, they actually have other people to pick when they go there to contact you, right? So, I mean, right. that takes a step of faith, right, to do that. It does, but it
0: also has an extremely professional appearance to it, so it doesn't look like you're somebody who just came in and thought, well, you know, I can teach, so I can do this. We can put up our recommendations on that. We can put up all of those little testimonies and things that people see that really legitimize us.
1: Yeah, it's that, it's that external, you know, that, that verse in Psalms, let another man praise you and not your own lips. You know, it's, it's the place exactly. where you get to do that, where you get to do that. And that's what, you know, I was thinking over the years, the speakers who have gotten the most leads from womenspeakers.com are the ones who promote womenspeakers.com, which is kind of obvious. But yet at the Mm -hmm. same time, it's not altogether obvious. Sometimes gals are like, I don't want to do that because I might miss a lead, but I'm just going to encourage you if you've been thinking about doing that, it's a great plan. Um, What is one of your favorite things about WomenSpeakers.com or maybe something you've learned? There are a couple things there. One is the
0: formatting was very good for me to just think because it prompts you, you know, just your basic information, but then what are your topics and an explanation of your topics. And the things that maybe as a newcomer I didn't really think would be all that necessary, the template's kind of up there. So you fill it out as you go, and then it reminds you, I need to ask people for a testimony so that I can put it there, that kind of thing. I also took advantage of a lot of your trainings early on.
2: Oh, Um, Yeah.
0: Yeah very in the very beginning which talked about not just speaking but writing and organization and there were all these different parts that go with being a speaker that again aren't all that obvious if you're brand new to it so some of those training sessions were very helpful for me just in the it was worth the time i spent on them how's that that's i yeah. think what i really mean is when you go through there and you think well you know i'm pretty good at this but I, why would she have something up here about writing when i'm uh, writing a book when i'm a speaker that mm-hmm. kind of thing so you go through and you just learn what's important in the bigger picture of speaking
1: yeah i love that and you guys can access those trainings over at com. They're all right there for you anytime there's a speaker category, a writer, even women's ministry leader training, a event planner training, all of that stuff's over there for free. Thanks for mentioning that, Beth. And next I'd like to introduce you to Marlene Lawson, and she also is going to talk about leads for just a moment here.
2: Uh, As I said, my whole philosophy is relationship building, so that's how I approach my ministry and always have. Um, Before I was with um, Women Speakers, which was, goodness, um, I think I told you it's been at least 10 years that I've had some sort of profile with you, but um, I'm a big proponent of word of mouth. And once again, that goes back to the relationships thing. I believe networking is an original biblical concept. And um, for me, I am uncomfortable with, you know, our culture's marketing push. I don't want to be that person. Yet at the same time, I know the Lord wants me to get my ministry out there. How can people ask me if they don't know I'm here? So um, word of mouth friends, family, people uh, who attend, event planners, would you please just be willing to pass my brochure, my website address, uh, the women's speakers link um, to somebody that you know has a need. And I found that that is where most of my um, referrals come from, either word of mouth or women's speakers.
1: And Marlene had a little bit more to say, too, about references. I'm going to share that with you now. Welcome. Right now we're talking to Marlene Lawson. She is a speaker at womenspeakers.com. And Marlene, welcome to you. Well,
2: thank you for having me. I'm excited.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's fun to, it's fun to watch um, how different speakers utilize the website at womenspeakers.com. And one of the things that I had to notice about you, uh, first of all, you're getting some invites, which is fun. But also, uh-huh. you have... 14 awesome references on your page. And so you rank right up there with our highest references uh, site-wide, which is really fun. And I just wanted to pick your brain a little bit about that, about maybe strategies for getting references. Like how do you go about asking for them?
2: Um, First of all, my whole philosophy is relationship, building relationships, first with the event planner. And then when I arrive in it, at an event with the actual attendees. So during the course of my time with them, I am, um, you know, building relationships, making new friends. So when it comes time to, say, wrap the event up, I approach the leader, and I just kind of, in the course of our conversation, especially if um, they have given me positive feedback already, I say, you know what? If if this has really been a blessing to your women, um, it's been a successful event, and you feel like I have been a part of that, would you please consider um, going to com? I'll send you the link. I'll text you the link. I'll make it easy. Um, would you consider doing that? And 100% of the time. They've always said yes. Um, mm. A lot of times they forget, you know, after right. the event's are over, they're crashing, and, and that makes sense. But because I have built relationships with them and have over the course of maybe months in in them planning and communicating with me, we've established maybe text dialogue, um, emails, and I'll just drop a text to them. Hey, I know you're busy and you're recovering, but and I put the link. To the women's speaker um, referral page, right in the text, and say, You can do it right from your phone. And I may do that once or twice if it's been a week or so after that, and then I drop it. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't want to bother them. Um, Obviously, you don't want to become an annoying uh, solicitor type personality. (laughs) But honestly, if you've built a relationship, you've got a good rapport. they are responding, and that's that's how I do it that 's the only recommendation i have it's it's based on building positive rapport and relationship with your event planners and I even ask um hey if if the attendees if you want to go to this site and if you're interested in helping encourage my ministry if i've been a blessing to you, you know would you take three to five minutes and do this for me and they respond. Yeah, that's great. Besides
1: posting the references at womenspeakers.com, do you use them in any other way? Uh
2: sure. On my website, I do have uh a um, a website that is um updated and managed by um a a service provider and um I will toss them to them and they will update and put them on my website as well as um, I have a brochure and I use a handful of them um, on the brochure as well so um, it kind of helps when event planners as well as attendees uh, give feedback so it's not just you know the, the people putting together the conference but when someone sees sure. that someone went to your conference and was really blessed or ministered to um, I think that. That speaks well um, to get people to come as well. Absolutely.
1: Well, that's the end of the clip from Marlene, and um, thank you, Beth and Marlene, for sharing that with us. We're going to have a lot more of those coming up in the next few weeks. I'm just still working with getting getting some of those clips together from uh, some of the other speakers that we're working with, and of course, if you would like to, um, if you would like to submit any kind of input, also just our Facebook group pages where we're going to be hanging out during the month of August here uh, for all of this training and for all of these um, kickstart kick events, so watch there. We'll be doing some Facebook Lives over there, too. Okay, so there's a few other things I wanted to talk to before we get to the end of the hour. First, number one is credibility. Um, it is imperative that you appear to be as credible as you are. So uh, first of all, the integrity and credibility has to you know, be authentic. You can't pretend to be something you're not and have that work out well. It's just, it, it might work once or whatever to get booked, but don't, don't think it will go on. So just make sure that everything about who you are and how you're presenting yourself on, online is in alignment with who you actually are. That's the most important thing. And truly, uh, one of the very first things God taught me when I started womenspeakers.com was the wide range of presentation styles I, when we first started, I was very um, very controlling about it, and God has really opened my grip on my hand uh, to this and let him do it but i everybody had to send in full uh, full audio clips and I'd listen to them and it was amazing to me the difference i mean some people You know, they had Jesus and Lord and God, every other third word, and uh, they had everybody hooting and hollering, and other people were very subdued and very uh, scholarly. And, you know, I mean, it's critically important that how you're going to present in a live situation is how you're presenting on your profile. Otherwise, you're going to get there, and they're not going to be happy, and you're going to be totally a fish out of water. You're going to be dying. So just be credible, be authentic, be uh, have integrity about how you're presenting yourself. So important. Uh, topics, again, we're going to talk about that next week. So just come back next week for a, a whole session on topics. And this is huge. This is so huge. I, I'm calling that training the magnetism of a great topic. So come back and check that out. References, again, are very important resources, getting those out there, and I encourage you to add a one-sheet. If you don't know how to do that, go over to marniesfriends.com and scroll down in the speaker section until you get to the one-sheet training. Really great. Also, uh, one of our guests we just had on a couple weeks ago has one-sheet templates that she sells. I just want to give a plug for that speaker speakeronesheettemplates.com, and uh, go ahead and check that out. You need a speaker one sheet, and people are like, you know, why, why do you even need one of those anymore? You know, you don't need uh you don't go to churches, you don't do mailings as much anymore. But when a planner is thinking about bringing you in. It's a little difficult for her to just download your whole profile at womenspeakers.com. It's on different, you know, under different tabs and things. If you have a one sheet that has that content on it that she can just print out and hand out to all of her 12 committee members or whatever, it just makes it so much easier for her. And always, always, always be thinking about the event planner. You're always thinking about the mission that God has put in your heart, but your secondary audience is your event planner and your are Third audience is her audience. So you have to really be always thinking about that event planner. What can you do to make it easier for her to work with you? Uh, Don't be a prima donna boy. In all of the speaker trainings we've ever done, we talk about this. Nobody wants a princess. They really just want an awesome authentic Jesus lover who's going to come and share on the topics that they've chosen. And she's going to stay within the parameters of the time limits and the, the topic limits and the, 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 the denominational structure. I mean, it's just so important that we stay under the authority of the person who brings us in and that we minister to the women to her satisfaction. And of course, that. That excludes if she's asking you to do something Jesus wouldn't approve of. But, I mean, that just simply hardly ever happens. These gals, God's got them in charge of these ministries because he trusts them with his girls. So you go in, you come under their authority, and um, you'll have a good event. And also, you know, be invited back, and they'll spread the, help spread the word about you. So that's huge. Um, your references are just another way to build credibility. Another man praise you and not your own lips. That's one of our mottos here at womenspeakers.com. We just love when other people actually say kind things about you, and that builds your credibility so much. We've already talked about the profile photo. Make sure that that is professional. We've talked about the about section. Make sure that that first section is a 30-word cut and paste description of you that she can put right into her program. I want to talk about clout for just a moment. Um, So there is a distinction between someone who is a million million best-selling author and someone who's an Amazon best-selling author and someone who doesn't have a book, right? So one of the things that womenspeakers.com enables you to do is have clout along with some of the biggest name speakers in the country. I mean, you're right there in the same directory as them. Now, a lot of the biggest names aren't in our directory because they simply don't want to. They can't go next door to the, uh, the mother-daughter tea and speak there to the little, the little retreat because they only have so many weekends available to go speak, and they're speaking at major conferences. So if you're not seeing you know, Beth Moore and different ones there, it's because they simply can't. They cannot be available there. However, a lot of really big-name speakers are at womenspeakers.com, and, and you are right there with them and you are being available, and it just, it just really increases uh, the prestige that you have as a speaker to be part of a group like womenspeakers.com. Um, I wanted to talk for a moment about Google searches and search engine results. So when you have the opportunity to add keywords to anything like your topics or your resources, when you have the opportunity to add keywords, be sure to do that add the words that you think that a a person would use to find the information you're sharing. So it's important to add the words that make sense for the content that you're putting in there. If you don't, it won't help anyway, it has to match. So your title, your description, and the keywords should all have a recurring theme. It should be the same words over and over in those three locations, and that helps the Google search engine to find you. It even helps the WomenSpeakers.com search engine to find you. But more importantly, a lot of the traffic that comes, you know, all those 40,000 I was talking about, a lot of the traffic that comes into WomenSpeakers.com comes from the major search engines. They're looking for a speaker on a certain topic or a speaker to do a certain kind of event, like a conference and you have the option there to list what kinds of events you speak at. Make sure to, make sure to check off the ones you're available for because when they're searching at the, at the global website, uh, you know, search engines, that's how they're finding you. Um, they might also just search for a speaker in Cincinnati. Um, so that's another reason the, I want to talk about the geo-tracking for a moment here. It's important for you to make sure that you have your city your state, and your zip code. That's how the geo-tracking works, and this is huge. Again, the major search engines love this, and our own map search engine requires it. So if you only put in the city and don't bother to put in the state or the zip, um, maybe it's correct, maybe it's not. You know, there's, there's auroras in almost every state in the United
2: States, so if you just put
1: in aurora and assume we you know which state, it's not gonna find you when people are searching for a speaker in your area. So all of these things increase the likelihood of you being found, your topics, your resources, your location, the types of events you speak at. These are all really important. So be sure to take time to do what it takes to get found by the major search engines. Also, on your, um, let's say your uh, resource page or your references page or your topics pages you have at the top right there's some share buttons share on facebook share on twitter like that those are smart buttons that are going to share it on your own page when you add a new reference or topic or resource, go ahead and quick, just press all four of those and share it out to your social networks it's so easy and um, then it also you know People can't tell who shares your stuff. It just shows, you know, how many shares it's had. So just go ahead and start sharing. And of course, what happens is if there's no shares, people are very unlikely to start a trend. But if there's see some shares already, well, I could share that. And any event planner might see, you know, 12 shares to Facebook, and she might be, you know, that might be an easy way for me to share with my team is if I just press that button right there. So use them yourself anytime you put something new out. And that's going to increase the likelihood of others sharing your content as well. Relationship. Marlene really touched on this, and all of the speakers I've spoken to over the years all have this heart, um, obviously. We aren't just doing this to to be in a bubble all by ourselves, up on some platform, having people applaud or something. That has nothing to do with being an awesome speaker. An awesome speaker has the heart of Jesus Christ for the women in the audiences with which we share. And relationship with the event planner, with the planning team, And then with the women who you're there to serve, this is just critically important. If you're missing this piece, you simply will not continue to get invited. I mean, you may get the rare invitation of someone who just found you and doesn't know you. But if you ever hope to have a real ministry in this way, relationship is absolutely the key. Um, I wanted to just touch on video. Some of our speakers have video, and I guess this would be in the resources section. So you would just put a link to a video at YouTube or at Vimeo or wherever you have your video. We don't actually house them at womenspeakers.com. So add add video clips if you have them or add even a full uncut presentation. Uh, If you have it, share it and use that resource section to do that. If you do have a business card, make sure that the word speaker appears on it. Um, it, This is, so many people don't use the word, and you are a speaker. That's what you're trying to accomplish here is to be booked as a speaker for women's groups and even, you know, even far beyond that. You know, I do speaking for businesses, and a lot of times I have men and women, and, you know, when I travel abroad, I I always do, uh, you know, pastor's conferences, and, you know, a a lot of those pastors are men. So it's not like we only have to speak for women, but when this is your calling, your heart is, you know, especially for women, you know, have this on your website, have it be everywhere, have it be on your LinkedIn. In fact, just recently I was in, I was told by a coach to add that being a speaker as a whole job at my LinkedIn, and I thought, that's brilliant. I mean, I've been a speaker since 1996. Why doesn't it show up as one of my jobs? It's one of my jobs. And so I just added it as a, as a professional job that I have done since 1996, be a professional speaker. So go ahead and use it everywhere you can think of to use it. It's just going to help drive traffic back to your site and to your women speaker's profile and help you to get more bookings. At your website and your blog, again, use the word speaker. Um, have a place for them to easily find that. It should be a tab on the top or on the right-hand side or wherever you have your menu. It should be right there It's one of the options. Invite, uh, invite Marnie to speak or, or um, speaker or uh, something that is a booking page. Things like that are going to really help people to find out that you're a speaker so they come to you for something and you can help them to identify that you're a speaker and here's the topics I speak on like that. One of the things we're going to do is in the next few weeks, we are going to have more of these type of trainings where I bring in some clips from gals that I've done ahead of time, as well as afterwards for these, just for these three weeks, we're going to do Q and A's over at the Facebook group. And as a Facebook group, if you go to facebook.com forward slash page PG, and then forward slash Christian women speakers directory. Uh, So it's facebook.com and then you can search for Christian women speakers speakers directory. And that's our main uh, women speakers directory over, not directory, but our our Facebook group page. We're going to have all of our Q&As over there, as well as we are going to begin launching um, today's the first day, and we're going to launch a training every single day. These are going to be from the archives, but they'll be easy to access. Also going to have prizes every single day, so you're going to want to go over and get involved. If you have not yet registered for the Kickstart, go to womenspeakers.com forward slash kickstart, and you can register right there, and then you'll get in on our email on our email um, streams too. I see we have about 314 of you already in the chat, chat room waiting for me to arrive over here. <laughs> Women's speakers at uh, Facebook, excited to join you there. This has been a delight. It's gone by very quickly for me. I hope it hasn't been boring for you. And I hope that you will visit womenspeakers.com and um, ask the question, is this something that God would have me to be part of? Uh, I I am feel like one of the most blessed people on the planet to be able to work with so many godly women. And as I meet you guys at conferences and at different places around the country and in the world, uh, some of you I haven't met until I've been abroad with you, um, it's just been amazing. Our hearts are just for Jesus and for his girls, and that makes everything worth it. So if you've been thinking about maybe partnering with womenspeakers.com or womensevents.info or with me over at marnie.com, I just thank you for that. If you've been a guest on uh, Blog Talk Radio here at Marnie's Friends, thank you for that. If you want to, uh, just go over to marniesfriends.com. Scroll to the bottom and suggest the topic and you as the guest, and we will certainly consider that. Again, thank you for joining us. It's been a delight to have you here, and I'll see you again next time. Bye-bye.